You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, February the 16th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Foreign Minister Eli Cohen arrived in Kiev today, the first public visit to Ukraine's capital by a senior Israeli official since Russia's invasion of Ukraine last year. His visit comes just ahead of the first anniversary of the invasion and as Western nations seek to increase aid to the country. Speaking to reporters in Bucha, where mass graves were found of civilians murdered by Russian forces, Cohen said, you cannot be indifferent to such sites. We hope the residents will return to better and quieter times. He added that his visit is aimed to express solidarity with the Ukrainian people in this difficult time. The state of Israel is not sitting on the fence, Cohen said. We have supported the Ukrainians in all the international institutions. We provided humanitarian aid and will continue to do so. Cohen is slated to meet during the visit with the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, and his Ukrainian counterpart, Dmitry Kuleba, and other senior government officials. Other official Ukrainian sources told Khan that the Kiev leadership expects of Cohen in his talks a willingness to increase Israeli aid to Ukraine. Washington is interested in Israel stepping up its assistance to Kiev, and senior administration officials, including the U.S. Secretary of State and the National Security Advisor, conveyed messages in this vein to Israeli decision-makers during recent visits here. The judiciary overhaul and the political spin surrounding it. The chair of the Knesset Constitution Committee, Simcha Rotman, of the Religious Zionist Party, this morning accused opposition leaders of being contemptuous of the president's call for dialogue. In a tweet going through the days of the week, Rothman said that the opposition leaders refused his and the justice minister's call to meet at the presidential residence. He also said that while coalition legislators pulled bills from the agenda in what Rothman termed a goodwill gesture, Yair Lapid and Benny Gantz of the opposition have become only more extreme in their demands. Rothman described Lapid and Gantz, as well as Ehud Olmert and Ehud Barak, who also opposed the reform, as being failed prime ministers who lost to Netanyahu and are inciting a civil war out of a sense of insult. Rothman did not note in his tweet that the president's appeal included a direct request not to bring the first bill for a reading at this time, or that Rothman's and the justice minister's response has been that the judicial reform process will be advanced without delay. The chair of the opposition National Unity Party, Benny Gantz, has called on the coalition and opposition to immediately begin a dialogue on reform. In a tweet, Gantz called to stop the legislation, stop the blame games, and enter into a room until white smoke comes out, until agreement is reached that will prevent the nation from being torn apart. This is our responsibility as leaders. His appeal also comes amid reports of disagreement between Gantz and opposition leader Yair Lapid of Yeshatid on how to proceed. More than 400 former security establishment figures from the Commanders for the Security of Israel movement have sent a letter to police urging him not to sign the laws on the judicial reform. The signatories, who include former heads of the Shin Bet and the Mossad, wrote... 
seriously think before signing laws that contradict the Jewish, national, and democratic character of the state. Among the formal responsibilities of the president of Israel is to sign every law except those relating to his powers. Meanwhile, a convoy of some 100 veterans of the Yom Kippur War set out as part of their protest against the judicial reform. According to reports near Kikar Gadot, police stopped a tank that had been taken without authorization from the Tel Saki site that also had the Declaration of Independence on it and was intended to be part of the convoy. In other coalition legislative initiatives, the Ministerial Law Committee is expected on Sunday to approve a bill that would authorize rabbinical courts to preside over civilian manners based on halachic law with the agreement of both the sides. Khan's disclosure that the legislation was to be included in the Shas Party's coalition agreement prompted a stir at the time, and instead it will be advanced in an expedited manner via the Ministerial Committee. Also expected to come before the committee are two other private member bills, a bill banning the entry of any leavening in hospitals during Passover, and a bill that would bar the use of any recording of an individual without their consent. In other news, economics. Israel's economy grew by 5.8% in the last quarter and for all of 2022, 6.5%, exceeding expectations. However, the, a slowdown is forecast for 2023, attributed in part to the global economic crisis and inflation. The weather outlook, unseasonably cold, intermittent local rain in the north and center, mostly light. Rain tapering off in the evening hours. Tomorrow and Saturday will be warmer with seasonal temperatures. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 9, Tel Aviv 15, Haifa 12, Beersheba 14, and in Eilat, going up to 14 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.